Mind Fudgers, and welcome to episode 67 of the Mind Fudge Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... George Andy. George Andy, and also... I, I'm uh, Andy George, apparently. So, so we got George Andy and Andy George. All right, well... I think mine make, sounds fancier. Andy George sounds fancier. You guys make quite the pair. <laughs> <laughs> Well, welcome back, guys. Uh, as promised, we are continuing to do episodes um, during the pandemic. We're doing them remotely, and Andy's internet and headset is still garbage, so uh, his signal's not the best. I'm hoping that there won't be any audio issues, but if there is, I apologize. I sounded good last it, time. It's it's very suiting for Andy's personality. His personality's kind of like garbage, so therefore his <laughs> audio is garbage. I hope well, you get diarrhea. <laughs> to be fair, it took me it took me like three and a half to four hours of editing last time to make you sound good, Andy. So hopefully I don't have to do that again, but we'll oh. see. We'll see. So, anyways, uh, how's everybody doing? How's your week been? It's been good. It's been a week. It's been busy yeah, at work. Work, yeah. My my work's been killing me too, for sure. Well, the COVID stresses at work are going crazy, so yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, we uh yeah, we brought down one of our units and found out there was a bunch of damage to our turbine, so it's bad. Does that mean like a whole section of people don't have power now? Uh, Justin, are your lights still on? Uh, well, I'm recording this podcast, so yes. Then no, everyone's got power. <laughs> Everyone has power. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this week's theme is internet dating, and this one was chosen by Andy. No, wait. This one was chosen by George. Uh, so why'd you pick internet like dating, George? <laughs> it sounds something like Andy would pick, to be fair. It does. Well, he <laughs> probably has a lot more experience with it than either of us do. Yes, I uh, do. <laughs> that's why I picked it, because I thought he would have the most fun and more stories to say about it. I'm sure he does. I don't know if he can say them, but I'm sure he has several. <laughs> Not legally. <laughs> Not legally? <laughs> oh, man, that's bad. Uh, no, uh, on a, on a more serious note, I picked this, uh, because I found my, met my wife, uh, via a internet dating app. So grinder, it all worked out for me. It, I don't think it was grinder. Was it, were you saying it was grinder? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm going to tell my wife you said that, Andy, and she's not going to be very happy. No, please don't tell her that. She's scary. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have never really done internet dating, so I'm not sure I'm going to have a whole lot to add to this one. So you guys are going to have to carry the show, but we'll see. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> you can tell us why you're so adverse to online dating before you got married. Well, it didn't really exist before I got married. It wasn't much of a thing <laughs> <laughs> the first time. First time. But we'll get into all that. Uh, let's first move into Mind Melters. Here are some terrible questions based on this week's theme. This is Mind Melters. Question number one, Andy, what is the most successful internet date you've ever had? Uh, it depends on how you define success. How do you define success? Uh, at this point, getting married, <laughs> and that was none of those. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like coming from a very sad man. Is <laughs> defeated sad man is what you think like that answer well i'm married well yeah yeah you're married now and your wife and you did not meet through internet dating but prior to your wife did you ever have any long-term relationships uh that started out as an internet date uh i would say that the longest that i had was about six months wow that's, that's pretty long it's pretty long yeah it's not bad what about you, George? What's the most successful internet date you've ever had? He married his wife. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, 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 know. I got married. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be the answer, right? <laughs> if it's not, he's in trouble. Yeah, not the answer. I'm definitely in trouble. <laughs> All right. Well, like I said, uh, I've never been on an internet date. About the closest thing I can think of is that when I was doing my previous podcast to this one, comical podcast, uh, I met our mutual friend, Carrie in a, in a message group. And ever since then, he and I have been good friends. So, uh, I guess I've been dating Carrie for eight years or something. <laughs> I would call that a very successful online dating. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we went to a, a comic book thing at one of the local shops and just, we've been friends ever since. So dating 
dating doesn't have to mean like romantic, I assume. So I'll, I'll try to skew things that way as I talk about this. It's usually not romantic. <laughs> Let's move on to a question that, that you guys can actually answer. Uh, question number two, what's the worst internet date you've ever been on, Andy? Uh, all of them. <laughs> Let's see. I need a little more specificity than that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I be more specific details or at least half details. I went on a date and we went to Applebee's or TGI Fridays. They're all the same. They all have flair. Exactly. Uh, but they also had like a jukebox app and it got stuck playing Kanye West gold digger <laughs> for the hour and a half we were there. Uh-huh. Let me tell you the first time that it repeats, you're just like, man, what's going on? Is this like a, some sort of weird edit of it? And then the second time it repeats, you just kill yourself in the bathroom. You know, you were singing along with her. Uh, by the fifth <laughs> time, yeah. She take my money. No, I've heard you sing this song before. That's kind of my nightmare. I, I loathe Kanye. So, yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that sounds horrible, Andy. I, I'm right there with you with worst date. Uh, what yeah. about you, George? Uh, worst date. Um, I wouldn't consider this a date, but it got really awkward. When uh, I showed up at her place thinking that it was going to be like a, a thing that it was going to be just me and her hooking up. And when I got there, I started looking around the uh, the house and I started noticing there was a lot of pictures of her with another person. And I was like, hey, who who's this guy? You have a lot of pictures of this guy around the place. Turns out she was married. And uh, that, that was a little weird. Did you leave immediately or did you stay around for a while? Uh, I plead the fifth on that one. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, well, like I said, uh, I've never done internet dating, but I will tell a story. So when I was in college, there was this girl who was in one of my classes and uh, I was getting towards the end of the semester and I'd always kind of liked her. And uh, I ran into her in the cafeteria and we started talking. And this was one of the first times we really had like a real conversation and we ate, we ate lunch together and then she invited me to come back to her house later on that evening and we could hang out some more. And I was like, okay, sure. So she told me where she lived. And then uh, that night I got all dressed up and I went over there to hang out and that was not where she lived. They had never heard of her and I never saw her again. <laughs> huh? I mean, what are people go into hiding from the government? God damn it. What's that called? Witness protection. She got snatched witness into protection. witness protection. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know what happened. Like, I didn't have her phone number. I didn't have a way to get in touch with her. I never saw her in class again. Uh, she just vanished. Like <laughs> within six hours of uh, telling me where she lived, she vanished. So she erased Strange. her entire history. <laughs> so she wouldn't me. go on a t- <laughs> <laughs> Is it like ghosting you to a whole new level? Is what that is. <laughs> yeah, she was the original ghost. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Question number three. Do you guys think that internet dating is the way of the future, or do you think that people are still going to meet in person as we go forward? Uh, depends on how long COVID goes. <laughs> uh, I think there are a lot of successful relationships that have come out of online dating, and it gets a bad stigma. Uh, but also, like... I wouldn't rule out meeting general people in the world. So it's a 50, 50. I, I think it's definitely something they, that's going to be here to stay, but I won't say that it's going to overtake uh, meeting people out in the everyday world. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of with you there. I think it's still very possible to just run into people that you like and, you know, strike up a relationship with them. Uh, but I also think that for people that have jobs or lifestyles that don't really accommodate, social gatherings and things like that. It is a good way for them to, you know, be a little more selective and say, this is what I'm into. Find somebody else that is too. So yeah, yeah. it's not a bad thing. Go internet. Find me a mate. <laughs> I mean, you can literally get anything on the internet these days. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know he does. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for mind melters. Let's move on to casseroles. How many casseroles we got on this ship anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by casseroles. Andy, who's your casserole for the week? 
Uh, at the moment, it's my microphone. I'm not sure how I got this tangled up around me, but I am stuck. <laughs> Unfortunately for us, Andy is you not on it? video at this time, so we can't see this. I think I need an adult. <laughs> this is uh, everyday life for Andy, everyone. This is live as it's happening. This is not joke. This is definitely real. <laughs> what about you, George? Who's your casserole for the week? Uh, currently, it's my dog because he's just an asshole. Kunta Kinte? Yeah. He, he uh, cracked uh, the wall in the kitchen playing. Uh, I was playing with him, throwing ball around the house, you know, gen- casually like I normally do. But he decided to like chase it and like go full force and like went all four paws against the wall. And there's a giant crack. Like it looks like a butt like fell into my wall in my kitchen now. <laughs> and, and, really then, and, and then to make you know matters worse, my water heater went out over the weekend. That sucks, dude. I just had to deal with that. I had to get it replaced uh, because it was like 12 years old and they said it was going to cost more to repair it than to buy a new one. And so I bought a new one. And when they came to deliver it, my dog, you know, being that he does, just ran up to the door barking and cracked the window for the third time. So I now have a cracked wall in my kitchen and I have a cracked uh, window in my front door. You need to get your dog some ADHD medicine. Yeah, no shit. Or (laughs) CBD oil or something. Yeah, Toby's oh, a shit, very hyper dog, so I can I can imagine he causes a lot of damage. Kunta <laughs> Kinte. So that's my casserole. Well, shockingly, for the first time in four years, I had a great week aside from work, and I don't really have a casserole. Uh, I usually what? have I usually have like a mile long list of people that have irritated me that I can complain about, but. Pretty much this week, I, I did some work, and that kind of sucked. But for the most part, I just sort of watched movies and relaxed, and it wasn't a terrible week. So I don't have a casserole for once. There you go. So I mean, yeah, the closest I can get is saying it can be my microphone. Yeah, the closest I can get is saying Andy and his, uh, you know, difficulties. But <laughs> moving on, then let's go on to consumption. Consumption. Uh, what have you been consuming this week, Andy? I have been reading a book, and it is called A Crown for Cold Silver. Hmm, what is that about? Uh, not crowns. That's for damn Is sure. it about the cold or about silver? It is about a woman. I think they're calling her Cold Silver in that. Uh, but she was like a former general, and then she was wronged by the government. So now she's rising up with her for, uh, her old captains to strike them down. Is it like a fantasy type story or is it like medieval or what yeah. sort of a time period is this? Uh, kind of medieval fantasy with a pretty good amount of magic, but not like not like spell casting sort of thing. Like there's no there's no elves and stuff. There's a whole lot of drugs and they do a lot of drugs. <laughs> magic drugs. Ma- yes, magic drugs. <laughs> All right. It's pretty good. Cool. Uh, what about you, George? What have you been consuming this week? Uh, I am watching a uh, TV show on Apple Plus called Ted Lasso. I've heard of that. What's it about? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. Uh, it's about this uh, college football coach uh, from America who gets hired uh, to be a soccer coach in uh, London. And uh, he has nothing but overwhelming positivity. And uh, he's like overly nice to everyone. And he's just a generally good guy. And just watching the show is like a warm blanket. Just feels good. uh, Hmm. Okay. Kickball. Has very, very little to do with sports. There's very little sports in the the show. So I've I've heard good things about it, but I'm not a big fan of sports, as I've mentioned many times before. So I'm kind of turned off from watching sports shows, but I did watch Ballers, uh, which I thought was pretty fun. And if this is similar in that vein where the sports are not the biggest aspect of it, then I might enjoy it. Yeah, sports are like the furthest thing about the show. It's really about the personalities and the connections that they the teammates make and like how they can be more positive and nicer and better people. 
Hmm. You said it's on Apple? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on okay, Apple cool. Plus. Well, I'll check that out then. Uh, as for me, in the last week since we recorded, I have watched 28 movies. Wow, you have been uh, very busy. Would you like a list? They're all uh, they're all classics. <laughs> oh, classics, even better. Uh, so I watched uh, 21 and 22 Jump Street. I watched The Animal with Rob Schneider, Bad Boys 1 through 3, Bad Grandpa, Beverly Hills Ninja, Black Bear, The Departed, Deuce Bigelow 1 and 2, Dumb and Dumber 1 and 2, Eraser, Fist Fight, Freddy Got Fingered, The Hitman's Bodyguard, Jackie Brown, The Monster, Nonstop, Pulp Fiction, Road Trip, Snake Eyes, Son of a Gun, Tango and Cash, That's My Boy, and True Romance. Wow, there's some definitely there's some definitely good ones in there. There's a yeah. lot of bad ones. Definitely some good <laughs> ones in there. Yeah, I watched a lot of really bad comedies and then some top tier dramas. <laughs> but not Ghost Dad. But it was fun. I did not watch <laughs> not Ghost, Ghost Dad. Dad. <laughs> I guess that's one I need to add to my voodoo. I think that would be hard. I think you'd be hard pressed to find Ghost Dad, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean Cosby's not really in so much now but Why? what happened i bet it's out there somewhere <laughs> why what happened uh google it google it so you said you watched black bear yeah i did watch black is bear. that the movie with Audrey Barba? yep uh how was it was it any good i really liked it um it does this sort of thing like uh one cut of the dead does where it, it tells the movie first and then it tells the backstory behind the movie oh, nice. so it's like two movies built into into one does a similar sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the first half of the movie, you see her playing the role of the director who's like doing research at this bed and breakfast. And then in the second half, you see her playing the actress uh, as the movie is being directed by somebody else. And uh, it's, it's very interesting. Um, it's not a perfect movie. The ending kind of fell short a little bit, but it wasn't bad. Uh, but the journey was really fun and she, she did a great job. Aubrey Plaza was fantastic in it. It's one of the best performances I've seen from her. Mm. So if you like her, uh, it's definitely worth watching. Well, I really liked, uh, uh what's that movie she made with, uh, Parks and Rec. Our ice, ice cube son. Uh, what's her face going to LA? Ingrid going West. I really, yeah, Ingrid goes West is good too. Yeah. yeah I really liked that movie. And, uh, I was wondering if it was kind of like a different version of that or something in the similar vein or not. Well, I mean, it's a different story, but you get to see her act just as well. She's actually very talented a lot more so than, you know, people that just know her from parks and rec would assume, but yeah, she's, she's great. So I, I think you'd enjoy it, George. Cool. All right. Well, that does it for consumption. We're, we're burning through this episode fast. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to hot fudge. You want the hot fudge? Hot what do you got for research? So I did some uh, hot fudge research, and here are some 10 shocking facts about online dating that you should be aware of in your midlife. 51% of people online are already in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, that's me. I'm the 51%. Well, I mean, that's true true for me, too. When I when I uh, went to that lady's house, she was married, which was, was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, maybe that's true for the girl who ghosted me, too. I don't know. <laughs> uh, number two, one in 10 sex offenders use online dating platforms. That makes sense. Uh, number three, online couples mostly break up after three to five months. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he made it to six, so he's breaking records. Woo! Uh, number four, you may end up seeing the same faces. Uh, About 9% of those are on one dating uh, app or on at least three other dating apps. Uh, I thought this was like a silent sort of thing. When you were when you were actively looking for people, George, were you using multiple apps or just one? Uh, I think I was using like two or three, so this is pretty accurate information, so... But when I met Catherine, I just kind of turned everything off. So, uh, all right. Number five, 10% of online daters quit after three months. Hmm. Because it's ineffective or because you uh, find somebody or does it say why? So the description says here, uh, as great as online dating can be, uh, it sometimes can be frustrating, especially if you don't find the perfect person within the first three months where people are likely to give up 
90 into 90 days. One out of 10 people are likely to give up in 90 days. Okay. Number six, 48% of online relationships end over email or messaging. Whether you meet online, it may be no surprise that you might break up online with 48% of people ending their relationships electronically. I've never broken up with anybody digitally. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I have before. <laughs> I, I remember uh, sending this girl an email one time explaining to her why it would, like, w- it would be better if we were just friends. <laughs> uh, she showed up in my dorm room like the next day crying and being really scary. So And whooped the <laughs> shit out of George. <laughs> it's true. I walked away with a black eye. <laughs> Uh, all right, number seven. More than half of people online lie on their profile. What? What? Believe it or not. I, for one, am shocked. <laughs> <laughs> you're totally honest with yours, Andy? Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy, are you saying you never like lied on that profile once? Why would I need to? <laughs> I mean, you sure you want to go down that route? <laughs> when your standards are this low... all right uh number eight 33 percent of women have sex on the first date after meeting yeah they do (laughs) (laughs) uh i mean yeah that's also a true uh true statement i would say I think it's kind of low. I would not know. Um, All right. Number nine. uh, So it it says two thirds of people say that their number one thing that they're looking for is someone with common interests, but looks uh, isn't far behind with 49% being the most important. What would you say was your most most important thing you were looking for, Andy? (laughs) That they fell into that category from the last question. (laughs) Uh, I believe I'm going to plead the fifth. As a staunch feminist. (laughs) It seems wiser not to answer. <laughs> it does seem wiser not to answer. <laughs> All right. And number 10, more than 7,500 dating sites exist worldwide. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you see advertisements for like crazy ones like Farmers Only and stuff like that. Only Only ever Did you ever get any hits from Farmers Only, Andy? Uh, you know, it's actually a pay site. Or it was then. Uh, so I did not go for it. <laughs> what about uh, Christian's mingle or Christian singles or whatever? It's Christian mingle and uh, yeah. Yeah. Did that work out for you? <laughs> Depends on. Uh, well, it was much higher than 33%. I'll put it like that. Oh, wow. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> what's the, uh, what's the most, obs- what's the most obscure or niche site you were ever on, Andy? I think that's it. Christian's, uh, Christian Christian was the most obscure one. I mean, yeah, it's it's been mostly plenty of fish and a uh, couple of free ones that were like on Facebook early in and stuff like that. Yeah. It was basically like Tinder, but for Facebook back in like uh, 2005. Wow. Or I guess 2007. So not so much obscure, I, I, just now defunct. Yeah, I, I mostly used uh, Plenty of Fish and uh, Do You Like Movies dot com. <laughs> God, I wish that was real. That would have been so awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then I used Tinder, of course, just like everybody else, but nothing really came out of that. And then OK Cupid. I usually had classes or something with the girls that I ended up dating, <laughs> so can't really add much to that. All right. Well, that does it for Hot Fudge. Thanks, George. Some of those were pretty interesting. Uh, Let's move on to tell us something nutty. You got a funny story for us about one of your dates, George? Um, I mean, it's not funny. It was really embarrassing is what it was. Uh, So I went to meet up this girl and uh, we were hitting it off and it seemed really like we were having a good time and we went to a Starbucks uh, in the Galleria area, so if you're in Houston, you kind of have an idea. It's the the big Starbucks right across the street from the Galleria, if you have an idea. And uh, there's this really large parking lot. And the idea was that we were going to go to Starbucks, get a drink, and then uh, go to a movie later. 
and uh you know everything was really cool me and her were kind of hitting it off and it was really interesting conversations going on and as we were walking back we were like going through like in between the cars because it's a really big parking lot and on our way there i'm talking to her and she's on my left and we went on around a car because we're walking through a parking lot and i hear like a scuffle noise i look to my left and she was gone and i was like oh what the fuck what happened and apparently she tripped on the parking columns where, you know, where cars park their thing and there's that little concrete thing. So cars won't go over into yeah, the yeah. next spot. The dividers. Yeah, the dividers. Uh, so she tripped over that and like fucking busted her face on the floor. <laughs> and uh, I, I didn't realize what was going on. So I like, hey, where are you? And I went around the car and I saw her and she's like on the floor crying, cut up and like kind of bleeding on her cheek i'm like oh my god are you okay and it like the this it just went downhill very quickly needless to say she never contacted me back she's like that guy pushed me <laughs> <laughs> well she probably like was upset that i didn't realize what happened right away and i probably didn't handle it very well because i'm pretty sure i chuckled a little bit <laughs> uh, and but you know she was I, she was embarrassed and I felt bad and I'm pretty sure like something went wrong somewhere. So that, there's my bad date and slash funny story. Okay. What about you, Andy? You got one for us? Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell two, but only one of them is an internet date. Okay. Uh, so I went on a double date uh, with a girl I met on Plenty of Fish, and we're walking around. I don't know why we were in PetSmart, but we were definitely in PetSmart. And we're walking around, and I reached to just put my hand around her, and we just kept walking. And then a few minutes later, you know, as I've had my hand on her shoulder, uh, I look up, and she's staring at me from across the store. <laughs> and I... <laughs> I had put my arm around the woman from the other couple. Nice. Uh, yeah. We dated for like another three months after that. <laughs> you dated the other couple or the chick that was like, hey, you're touching the wrong chick? Both. Oh, both. Uh, well, that just gets more interesting, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, and then there was a girl that I met through a friend and I invited her over for a date and I made um, pasta with vodka cream sauce. And I think it was like cheese tortellini. And I made a cheesecake too. So a lot of dairy. <laughs> and after her second <laughs> slice of cheesecake, she informed me that her stomach wasn't feeling well. And I said, uh-oh, is, is everything all right? And she goes, oh, I'm lactose intolerant. Oh, no. Why did you eat all that? <laughs> she didn't want to be rude, Andy. Well, uh, she spent the rest of the night in the bathroom. Oh, no. Yeah. So, you know, a little bit of rudeness would have gone a long way there. <laughs> but that was uh, that was a day that should have ended in a handshake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you don't want to tell the handshake story? Because that one's pretty great. <laughs> I no longer remember it well. Okay. Well, I will tell Do you. Do you remember it? In, in, lieu, <laughs> in lieu of me having a story of my own, I will tell the, the saga of Adam and Andy. Um, so my ex-wife, my ex-wife had this uh, friend <gasps> who worked at the school with her. Uh, her name was Chelsea. And uh, she was a really strange girl. She was very skittish. She was very like awkward at, at everything. Like even when she laughed at jokes and stuff, she would like kind of like in, keep it inside. Like she would never like physically laugh at anything, even when it was raucously funny. And uh, we went to dinner with her and she kept telling us that she was looking for a date. You know, she was trying to find somebody to date. And so we set her up with uh, my friend Adam. And so my friend Adam, he's now a cop in Austin. He's a really good looking, nice guy. Um, he, he took her out on a date, you know, and he said that she was the most awkward woman he'd ever met in his entire life. And at the end of the date, he gave her a handshake and turned around and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, we joked about the handshake for a long time. Um, but she kept coming back and saying that she was looking for somebody to date. So we 
made the unfortunate for everybody involved decision to introduce her to Andy. And uh, you want to take it from here, Andy? I, I really don't remember much of it anymore. It's been what? 12 years. It's been a long time. Well, okay. So we introduced Andy and uh, Andy did a lot more than shake her hand. Um, <laughs> but then he decided that she was insane because she was, uh, we actually had a party at my house, new year's Eve or something. And all my friends came over and Andy lived in the same apartment complex as me. And he was actively avoiding her and not coming back to his house because he didn't want to see her. She had been camped outside of his apartment for several days. Uh, (laughs) She came to the party and just sat in the corner, rocking back and forth, crying. Like, why doesn't he love me? Where is he? Why doesn't he love me? Oh my. And uh, she would do, she would do crazy stuff like that all the time. Until one day she finally got the hint that Andy was not interested. <laughs> I'm not really sure how he broke up with her, but I know that it was by email. he, sure. uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was by email. It might've been, but like she would, she would say I'm coming over and he would say, okay, I'm going to be there. And then he just wouldn't be there for like seven hours. And she would just sit outside on his porch for seven hours. <laughs> he was playing the asshole card. Like he normally does. I, yeah. 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 I don't remember it ever being that bad, but there was the time that she was like, Hey, I'm going to head over. And I was like, I'm at work. We weren't meeting up today. And she was like, Oh, that's all right. I'll just wait. And then I worked for 17 hours. It was, yeah. uh, didn't she stay on y'all's porch once? Yeah. Yeah. Because she got afraid because it became dark outside. And, uh, you know, we, we lived over off Westheimer. So, I mean, it wasn't a terrible area, but it wasn't the super most safe area either. And so she would felt really uncomfortable and we offered to let her like come inside and sit on the couch and watch TV. And she was like, no, no, I'll just sit out here and wait. Cause she wanted a clear view of your door. Yeah. So she sat on the, she sat on the steps outside my porch like all night long. I don't know when she left, but it was, it had to be after 4am. Cause that's when I went to bed that night. All of these are red flags. Yeah, I, I think I was, I was at the army that weekend or something. I don't even think I was in town. Yeah, that was when you were doing your army training and stuff. I remember that. And that girl was desperate for you. Mm-hmm. I wonder what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, she's still on that porch waiting. And that's why Andy always says <laughs> I should have just given her a handshake. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's a lesson to take from that. Yeah, I'm sure there is too. Don't date me. <laughs> Don't date Andy is a good lesson. <laughs> Let's move on to Ask the Nuts. It is time to ask the nuts. It's a bit nutty. Question number one. Andy, how long has your longest relationship been with someone you met online? Uh, Six months. Didn't we cover that? Yeah. I mean, we the first question was uh, the most successful date you've had. And this one is actually how long. Uh, they're, they're pretty similar, but... Not exactly. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I guess. Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. And George, yours is Catherine. So how long yeah. have you guys been together? We've been together five years and we got married last year. We just celebrated our first year of marriage. So congrats. Yeah, it's cute. Oh, uh, well, like I said before, it's Carrie for me. Um, <laughs> Carrie from the metal geeks pod, uh, an MSR cast, uh, Probably the the longest friendship I've had from somebody I met online. George is a close second because I met him about three months into Carrie's. Well, it's because of Carrie is the reason we met. Yeah, I know. I know. So definitely a friendship I value. Uh, Question number two. Since online dating is basically an advertisement for yourself, what are some things you feel are important to include in your profile? Andy? Oh, shit. Yeah, flapping inflatable arm guy. Okay. And uh, mileage. Yeah, definitely mileage, fuel efficiency. That's a big one. I'm very fuel efficient. Okay. Uh, yeah, lots of pictures. Pictures of you with animals, especially. <laughs> what are you doing to these animals in these pictures? That's a good question, George. Weirdly, that doesn't matter. Uh, pictures that show you have a sense of humor. That yeah. Just random pictures of you laughing, or or like staged photos that make you appear humorous. <laughs> Uh, for the longest time, I had that one picture of me where you photoshopped me into a bunny. Suit. Oh God, <laughs> that's probably the greatest yeah. picture of Andy ever. He was, he was very drunk 
And he was sitting across from me at this Mexican restaurant. That worked. And he looked at me with like the, the, there's no other way to describe it, but the sluttiest look on his face. He just looked like. If either one of you still has this picture, we need to attach it to the show notes. I'm sure I have it somewhere. I'll have to see if I can find it. It's it's the greatest picture of Andy that's ever existed. Yeah, that picture worked. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> uh, yeah. You, you pulled up from that, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, just enough to show that you have a, a good sense of humor and can string a sentence together, but not so much that they actually form an opinion of you. You want to be a vague, positive notion. That sounds about right. What about you, yeah. George? Well, I was also looking for a very different thing. Uh, I was always really honest on uh, a lot of my my profiles. I always said that uh, stuff that I was really into, and I was very passionate about the stuff that I'm creative and do things with. And uh, I had a lot of pictures of me, like either at the movies or working on movies. Uh, I have a picture of me. I, I one I used a lot. Uh, to show that I had a funny side, uh, <laughs> I remember I, I still have it somewhere on on one of my computers. But it's a picture of me holding like a Kermit puppet, and like we're both like screaming into the camera, and it's a pretty fun picture. Hmm. Well, I've again never had to craft an online dating profile, but I think honesty is probably the best policy. I would uh, you know include my musical interests <laughs> and my movie interests, and uh, that I enjoy podcasting and stuff like that. I mean. My wife is uh, a fellow podcaster, so she got to know me from listening to the show um, before we ever started dating. So I guess I guess that's kind of like internet dating. I mean, we met in person before we ever even started dating. We were friends way before we started dating, but she did get to know me through my podcast. So maybe I just put a link to the podcast. Maybe that's the best way. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty honest on here. I mean, <laughs> all right. Next question. Andy. What are some immediate red flags in dating profiles and pictures? There are not any. Oh, uh, no pictures. No pictures. No pictures is a red flag. If you don't have any pictures, that's a red flag. That is a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, I I would think men these days, if they're trying to pretend to have a profile, you could just easily just Google some pictures of somebody and put it as a profile picture. Yeah, I think it's much easier to catfish people nowadays, but uh, you're you're right. No no pictures is definitely a red flag. Uh, What about you, George? What are some things that you don't like to see in profiles? At the time, I would say, depending on how vague their profile is, uh, if it's like too vague, uh, they're either a they didn't really in, uh, care to do it, and like this is just a spam, or if it was overly detailed. There's like a weird in between that you're looking for. Also, you want to check those photos and double check those photos are real. Yeah, because uh, a lot of times those photos are bullshit. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, like, uh, there there are things that I don't like. Like, if uh, if I came across a woman who was like a hardcore partier or drug user or something like that, that would be immediate turnoff for me. I don't really like smokers. I don't really like uh, like hyper pushy people. I, I don't really know if you can tell if somebody's going to be pushy from their profile or not. But if you can, then that would be a turnoff for me. But I don't know. Uh, like I said, I've never really been on those sites, so can't really contribute too much. <laughs> Next question. If you had an online dating website tailored just to you, what would it be called and what features would it have? Andy? Uh, I'm married. So no. Well, assuming assuming you were not married. (laughs) Uh, Your wife doesn't listen to the show, so you're okay. My wife does listen to the show. That sort of question seems like it could have ramifications in my actual life. So I'm still going to go with no. I think Catherine asked this question. I know. Catherine asked this question. George's wife asked this question. That's awesome. It's a trap, George. Uh, I mean, let's see. If there was a dating website catered to me, uh, well, obviously it would like have. Yeah, it would have to be something that that does with movies, and uh, I would. It would be a ranking system on based on what kind of movies you like. Basically, that would be the features, and that that way I can weed out the women who like all the wrong movies. 
All right. Hallmark Channel. Uh, yeah, basically. Uh, mine would be something like, I like metal and movies and American food and not people.com. <laughs> you should call it speedtrashdating.com. <laughs> And uh, yeah, or or, or uh, pizza lovers, pizza lovers dot com. Pizza lovers dot com. Uh, I mean, I can eat pizza every meal, so yeah, it's not it's not a stretch. I love me some pizza. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who doesn't love pizza? Uh, next question: If you were going to catfish someone on a dating website, how would you do it? Oh, okay. Uh, I would. <laughs> Go on to a different dating website or like a, um, you know, a modeling site or something. Use the pictures from there and then basically tailor the sort of person that I would be into. Okay. I think that would work. He says from experience. Andy, no. Andy, Andy doesn't <laughs> want to give too much away, but I know he has like log books with like how he would do these sorts of things. Exactly. It's like when we did the, how would you dispose of a dead body? And Andy, you had like perfect answers. He's thought these things through. He just doesn't want to give too much away. That's the whole premeditation thing. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, George? So the question was, how would I catfish somebody? Yeah. I, I, I think if you were legitimately trying to get away with it, then I would definitely do the route Andy was talking about, going to a model agency and pull off of a fancy photo. Uh, but if I was really trying to have fun with it, I would like pretend to be a celebrity of some sort, like, but not like a, like a class A celebrity. Cause they would never buy that. You would need to do like C or D list celebrity. That could work. I don't really know why I would ever need to catfish somebody, but if I was going to, I would probably try to find pictures of somebody that lived like 150 miles away from my target area so that I could always have a plausible deniability, like why they couldn't show up or something. But <laughs> uh, I don't know. My, my wife watches that 90 day fiance show sometimes. And, and uh, I've seen a few episodes and I sort of got like half those people are, are getting catfished. So I don't know. You They're can learn a lot from catfish. watching those shows. <laughs> what about the show catfish itself? I'm sure you can learn a lot about catfishing too probably i've never really watched it but i'm sure there's a lot of uh useful ideas (laughs) if this is something you're trying to get into (laughs) (laughs) like this is a hobby for somebody just to catfish people i'm sure dude quarantine's going on i'm sure it's a hobby for multiple people (laughs) people get bored it's gonna be a depressing uh next question how many red flags is too many and would you ignore them if the person was attractive enough Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at a certain point, the red flags are over, over blaringly bad. But yeah, the, you you can uh, ignore a lot depending on what you're trying to get after. Okay. I'm colorblind. <laughs> he just doesn't see the color red is what Andy doesn't see. <laughs> it's all green to me. Yeah, I don't. None of my relationships have had a ton of red flags. I mean, there's there's been a few things that you know I've struggled with in each individual relationship, but I think everybody goes through that. But I, I don't think that. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> I wonder. Oh man, this is one of those times where it's just too bad. It's just a podcast. <laughs> uh, perhaps I may have ignored some red flags in my in my marriage. <laughs> but but but, uh you know that is what it is so let's move on next question do you think the experience of online dating is different between men and women and if so how oh god yes uh for women it's got to be like a buffet where half the dishes are poison probably more than half but you know yeah uh whereas for men it's like being a pizza delivery guy uh, who doesn't know the address he's going to, and you're just showing up and going, "Hey, do you want this?" <laughs> no. no. <laughs> but the pizza has to—it can't, can't be good pizza, though, Andy. That's the—that's the part you're missing out. It has to be like the bottom tier of the worst pizzas ever, and going door to door to people, like, "Hey, do you want this kind of shitty pizza?" <laughs> 
that's what online dating is really like. Andy's not no, wrong. I mean, that sounds like a perfect analogy, but I can just imagine Andy using that as a pickup line. <laughs> I'm sure he has used it as a pickup line. He's like, hey, do you want this? And them going, meh. <laughs> or they're I'm going, going oh, your neighbor. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's funny <laughs> oh that was good that was a good question whoever said that one yeah I don't think we can answer any better than that so I'll just leave it with Andy's answer uh, <laughs> have you ever been catfished that's the next question yes of course uh, but usually by algorithms not people I mean I'm sure I have but I don't I didn't talk to him long enough to like to go further into like what you hear those crazy stories where you're like, Oh my God, I can't believe I've been catfished. Well, you're both intelligent guys. I wouldn't think you would get to the point where you're sending like thousands of dollars to some woman you've never met. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I have not. So, uh, next question. What are some tips that you would give to an inexperienced first time online dater? Um, don't post anything incriminating. Okay. Okay. What do you mean by incriminating? What, What would you consider incriminating? Like, oh, my God, they caught me eating, like, this weird sandwich in a re- weird way or something. How is that criminal? I mean, like, don't post where the bodies are buried. Oh, well, wh- why would you post that online? Why would I care about how you eat a sandwich? I don't know. People are judgmental. <laughs> yeah, George. Apparently you. No, crime. Don't, admit don't do crime. crime. Okay. <laughs> don't do crime. It's the, probably the better answer here. Don't get caught. <laughs> don't get caught. <laughs> don't get caught. Uh, <laughs> my advice would be if you're uh, looking to date online, have a thick skin and be very patient and definitely do your research on people you're talking to because, <laughs> you know, do you want the Andes are out there. <laughs> hey, there's only one of me. <laughs> There are plenty of fish of the sea. I do not need to be stalking someone. I'm just going next door. Yeah, I, I, I again, have not done online dating, but as somebody who has been married and divorced, married again, uh, don't settle is probably the best advice I can give anybody in relationships at all. Um, Keep looking until you find the right person because it makes a big difference in your life. Last question. What do you, what do you guys think about people that uh, look for online dates primarily overseas um, like in that show, 90 Day Fiance. Because there's a lot of guys that say they can't find dates in America, and so they look for Russian brides and stuff like that and end up spending a ton of money. I didn't know this was a thing. <laughs> like mail-order brides? You never heard of that before? I've heard of that. I didn't realize it was an internet dating thing. I mean, I guess that makes sense. It's a sensible evolution of things, but I guess I would say that those people are hopeless romantics. To believe that strongly. <laughs> but I mean, okay, even even taking overseas out of it, like say you live in Texas and you meet somebody on an online dating site that lives in Seattle or something, you know, do you think that's a realistic relationship? Uh, no, because every state that's not Texas is horrible. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> but uh, do you think the relationship's doomed to fail because, you know, you can't see each other regularly? Um, when I was younger, yes. Uh, now that I'm a little bit older, no, probably not. Uh, but you know, needs change as you get older. That's true. It's very true. What do you think, George? I think it's a big planet is what I think. And I don't think there is a thing called the one. Like I love my wife and, uh, I'm happy that me and her met and it was very fortunate that we both lived in the same city. But if you're one of those people who don't want to date in their city and want to go out in the world, by all means, there's a lot of people out there in the world. And I guarantee you, you'll find somebody that will either A, make you happy or something that will match your crazy or match your personality. So we're going to cut that answer so Catherine doesn't kill him, right? Oh, no. Me and her both have this conversation, and she agrees. So, More power to you if that's what you want to do. But I think it's very possible to meet somebody that's in proximity to you that you have things in common with and at least explore if it's going to go somewhere. I mean, there's there's multiple people you can meet that probably live 
you know, within a hundred mile radius. I don't think you really have to go across the world to find somebody. But again, if that's something you really want, if like you have a Russian fetish or something, you know, that's your prerogative. Well, what if someone's but, like really into like Asian culture? Chances are they'll go to somewhere in Asia and meet an Asian woman or man. You mean a weeaboo? A weeaboo? <laughs> Andy learned a new word. George means weeaboo. <laughs> We've talked about remember, this. Like, George accused me of being racist. He was like, that's a slur. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I don't know. I just, I don't think there's a reason you have to go over there. Even like watching the people in these shows, like they seem so downtrodden. They're just like, I can't find anybody in my city. I've been looking for years, blah, blah, blah. I had to go and look in, you know, Africa or, you know, Egypt or wherever the hell they're going. And it's like, I just don't believe that. I don't think you really looked. There's got to be there's got to be people in your city or your state at the very least. I mean, maybe they needed to also feel that they were rescuing or purchasing. I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to be on TV. I mean, maybe That's they had most to likely the answer. Yeah, maybe they just wanted to be on TV. I think that makes most sense. But yeah, just just don't give up and don't settle. That's that's basically what it comes down to. Just keep looking. Eventually, everybody will find somebody that makes them happy if they want to. I mean, if George did it, if I did it, anyone can do it. Fair enough. Well, that does it for Ask the Nuts. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this episode uh, all about internet dating. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us as at MindFudgers. And if you'd like to follow me directly, you can find me as at ComicalJC. For Andy, you can find him at? At Princess Sophia SU. And for George? Uh, you can find me on all social medias at George Trips us. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for tuning in. And until next time, do you want this? <laughs> <laughs>